You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing well. A lot to get to on today's show. BYU might have their top recruiting target, and he's a transfer from LSU. We'll tell you a little bit more about Siake Apuika and the chances BYU lands a guy who was once upon a time committed to be a Cougar. We'll examine that situation. We'll let you hear a little bit from Zach Wilson as well, BYU star quarterback. How is he dealing with all the Heisman hype and all the hubbub going on around him? He'll describe that in his own words. And, of course, we'll catch you up on everything else going on in the BYU athletic department. And a shout-out to give out a little bit later as well. So a lot to get to. On a Thursday edition of the podcast, our title sponsor today is our good friends at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low pricing, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. All right, with that rundown out of the way, let's get into it. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 29th, 2020. What's up, my friends? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. A big thank you once again for joining us on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars here. Funny I should mention that I work for the Zone Sports Network. Many of you reached out yesterday with the stunning, stunning news, I'll be honest, that the Miller family, who I have worked for for nearly a decade, is selling controlling interest in the Utah Jazz and its affiliated companies, the Salt Lake City Stars, the Zone Sports Network among them, to Ryan Smith, the co-founder of Qualtrics that's based in Provo, and Folks, yesterday was a day I never expected to see in my lifetime. Uh, Biggest thing is just my thought that the Millers, I never thought they would sell the Utah Jazz, to be honest with you guys. A number of listeners and dear friends reached out and asked how it might affect my status with the zone, etc. moving forward. And to be honest with you, some of you probably don't really care, but to be honest with you guys, I don't have all of the answers yet. I can promise you one thing, though, regardless of whatever else goes on around the edges with the Zone Sports Network, our coverage of the Utah Jazz and my day-to-day job, all of that, I can promise you one thing. This podcast, it ain't going anywhere, folks. It's not affected by anything else on the exterior. This is a product that is controlled by myself, as well as David Locke and the Locked On Podcast Network. I am forever grateful that David allowed me to start this venture, work with him on the Locked On Podcast Network, and it's been a fantastic, what, are we almost two and, two and change, two years and change into this venture, and don't plan on stopping anytime soon, and it's just been an absolute privilege to talk BYU sports with you guys, so I can promise you guys, regardless of whatever else you might be hearing with regards to the Miller family, the sale of the Utah Jazz, the Zone Sports Network being part of that deal, Ryan Smith taking over as controlling owner, all of that, it doesn't affect what we do here, so I wanted to get that out of the way as we start off today's show and just let you guys know that I will still be here every day talking BYU sports, and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. All right, enough about me and enough about everything else going on in the world. Let's talk some BYU sports. A miniature bombshell landed yesterday, and that is that Siake Ika, or Apu Ika, 
from LSU has entered the NCAA transfer portal. That name, if you're a BYU fan, should ring a bell. Siake Ika is a graduate of East High School up in Salt Lake City. For over a year, from the time I think he was, what, a sophomore to the end of his junior year playing for the Leopards, he was committed to play for BYU. Uh, Apu or Siaki, depends on who you talk to, how he goes, which name he goes by, has been a stalwart for LSU through his freshman year last year, winning the national title with the Tigers. And then through the early part of this year, he's been a rotation piece for LSU as well. Uh, obviously is unhappy with the situation. Reading up on it, it sounds like he was dissatisfied with his lack of playing time or the amount of reps he was getting in uh, LSU's new 3-4 alignment under Bo Pelini, their new defensive coordinator, and decided, you know what? It's time for me to look elsewhere. That doesn't mean that LSU can't recruit him and he can't return to their program. The situation with the transfer portal, if you guys aren't aware of this, is that you enter your name into the transfer portal, which allows you to be contacted and have contact with coaches from around the country. Additionally, though, you always reserve the right as a student-athlete to return to the program you are transferring from. So, in theory, he could still return to LSU if Ed Orgeron and company put the press to him and really get him back interested in the Tigers. Now, many of you are probably wondering, Jake, what are the chances a kid who was once upon a time verbally committed to BYU now after a year and change at a different program, winning a national title in the process, what are the chances he could come to BYU? I think the Cougars will put every effort into recruiting him. I honestly believe, and this is just my personal feeling on this, that despite the rumored and reported scholarship crunch that BYU is under, if Siake Ika says, I want to be a BYU Cougar, BYU will find a way to get him on scholarship, and they will have him enrolled the second he is able to be in school and attending classes, practicing with the team, all that stuff. He is a difference maker, and he would make for a ready-made replacement for a guy like Kairos Tonga going into 2021. Obviously, Kairos Tonga could decide to come back for another year and play as a Cougar because of that blanket waiver that all student-athletes have received this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. I don't see any reason that Kairos Tonga should return to BYU. I think he's going to jump to the NFL. He's a return missionary getting up there in age, and he's to go make the money that he can make at this point. So that leaves a pretty good-sized hole in BYU's lineup at defensive tackle or nose tackle, which is exactly what Siaka Ika is built for. Six foot four, 340 pounds. We're talking almost this like-for-like replacement going from a guy like Kairos Tonga to potentially Siaka Ika if the Cougars can land his commitment. The situation, though, is that Siaka Ika was a four-star prospect and it will have no shortage of suitors from around the country. You can guarantee that the University of Utah, who was rumored to kind of be his backup destination when he originally committed to LSU, is going to be in the mix. I expect that programs like Oregon, anybody up and down the West Coast will be interested. Many SEC programs, ACC, Big Ten, uh, Big 12, he will have every option available to him in terms of his ability to transfer to any program he really desires to transfer to. The good news that works in BYU's favor is he has made it very clear that he is still very much invested in BYU as a fan of the program he grew up rooting for. If you follow him on Twitter at all, at multiple points throughout his tenure at LSU, he has used that hashtag GoCougars with the Cajun spelling of Go, uh, the G-E-A-U-X 
Cougars. And he's talked about it's a program I grew up rooting for. It's the one I was a big fan of growing up. Could that lead him to decide, you know what, I want to go back home. I'm going to go play for the program I originally committed to. It could, but it's going to take a lot of work and I think, honestly, some luck for BYU to land Siaka Ika. Because like I said, there will be no shortage of programs who want to sign this young man. But I do believe, and like I said, this is my personal gut feeling on this. I haven't talked to anybody at BYU on the recruiting front. But I do believe that he will be BYU's top recruiting option or target going forward here. Until he tells BYU I'm not coming, the Cougars will put the full court press to him to try to get him to Provo. Because like I said, he is a like-for-like replacement for a guy like Kairos Tonga and would fit in immediately as a day one starter the second he shows up at BYU on BYU's defensive line. So pray, hope, uh, whatever you have to do that Siaka Ika decides BYU is the place for him. But I also would uh, anticipate that he will have no shortage of options and don't be surprised if he decides, you know what, I want to stay in the power five, but a little bit of a stunner to see him enter the NCAA transfer portal, but here's hoping he uh, finds the right spot for him. And in our case, as a BYU podcast and a BYU fan base, let's hope that Provo and the Brigham Young University football program is the landing spot for him. All right, one guy who I think could really help uh, bolster BYU's chances because he's led them to a 6-0 start on the season is Zach Wilson. He talked with the media yesterday. Of course, this is a young man who has just rocketed up draft boards, the Heisman Trophy shortlist. He is getting all kinds of pub. How does he feel about it? How is he managing it? He spoke to the media yesterday, and we'll let you hear some of those comments here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at rockauto.com, guys. Rock Auto is the best place, and I mean this sincerely, the best place to get all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. No matter what it is, you can go to rockauto.com, search out your vehicle, the model, the year, all that information. You put it in there. You specify what part you're looking for, and guess what? It comes with every option from every manufacturer that they can muster for you guys to pick from. There's no more of this going to the auto parts store saying, hey, I need X part. And they say, well, you have option A or option B. Every option is available to you at rockauto.com. Additionally, it's all shipped directly to your door. So it's a perfect way to save some money and additionally not have to worry about going to pick it up at some warehouse when you order it. I love this company. It's a 20-year-old company that's been online serving auto parts customers that entire time. It's a family-owned business. They know the importance of our cars in our daily lives. I'm a commuter. Many of you are commuters. That's how you listen to this podcast. Many of you just like driving cars. Whether it's your daily driver, your classic muscle car, your big Mormon wagon, as we like to call them, the BMWs. My mom drove a Suburban growing up with all the kids in my family. No matter what you got, rockauto.com has got the right options for you to keep your car up and running and in tip-top shape. Go to rockauto.com to learn more about them. See all the parts you need or see, excuse me, go see all the parts that are available for your car now at rockauto.com. Make sure to mention locked on and how did you hear about us box so that way that they know that we sent you when you stop by. That's rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low pricing, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. Well, folks, I don't think the Zach Wilson hype train is going to slow down anytime soon. Obviously, I think it could be dampered if BYU were to go to Boise and lose a football game there, or if, as Anish Shroff likes to mention, uh, a game against Michigan potentially on November 14th. 
Why not make that phone call if you're the BYU football program? If you don't know what I'm talking about on social media yesterday, the ESPN broadcaster, Andy Struff, he put out on social media that Wisconsin and their game against Michigan on November 14th could be in doubt considering the uh, the Badgers, excuse me, not the Bearcats, it was Cincinnati, what in the world? Where did that come from? The Wisconsin Badgers, due to their COVID-19 concerns, well, their game on November 14th against the Michigan Wolverines could be in doubt here. And he said that BYU should be making a phone call to Ann Arbor and say, you know what, just in case you're looking for a game, we're available. Call me. I think it'd be a smart play. Why not chase it and see if it comes to fruition? I'm not expecting it to come of anything from it, but hey, you make that opportunity. But regardless, Zach Wilson, his hype train, it is just continuing to roll on. He spoke to the media yesterday during media availability. And he had some very revealing comments. And one thing before we dive into this is I have appreciated Zach, Wils- uh, excuse me, Zach Wilson's candor this year speaking with the media. At points uh, through the first two years that he's been at BYU, there have been times he's been a little standoffish with the media. There's other times he's been very coy about revealing much information. This year, he's kind of seized control and said, you know what? I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. And I actually have really appreciated how he's gone about revealing things, kind of explaining how he feels about certain topics. And it's frankly been a a breath of fresh air. I'm struggling with my words today. Apologies for that. But he's doing a great job, I think, of just making sure that everybody is clear on where he stands on certain things. And the first thing I wanted to dive into here is Zach was asked yesterday, do you ever compare yourself with other quarterbacks? Obviously, he spends that time working with guys like John Beck at 3DQB and Tom House down there in Southern California. I met uh, Drew Brees down there. Observe what Drew Brees does. Well, Zach was asked, do you compare yourself to other quarterbacks? Here was his response. Yeah, it's hard to say. I try not to compare myself. You know, I try to to focus on myself and things that I can improve. You know, those are those are great players, and they're, they're all different in, in different aspects. They all got you know different teams, different receivers, different competition, and so you know, there's really nothing I could say that I, I do better or separate myself differently than them. You know, I really think that it kind of just. If it's something that that people like on film that that they feel like I I have an edge maybe or or something like that that they see on film, you know, that's really all it is. But, um, you know, I really try not to compare myself to other people. So Zach is staying out of the comparison business, and I don't blame him one bit in that regard, because if you were to go out and say, yeah, well, I'm Patrick Mahomes, people are going to say, "Okay, son, let's deal in reality here. I know that there have been comparisons made of his game and some of the throws he makes to guys like Patrick Mahomes. His preparation has been compared to guys like Drew Brees, etc. He is Zach Wilson, folks. He is a great quarterback. He's leading BYU, it appears right now, to leading them to a special season. New Year's Six Bowl game, college football playoff contention. Who knows where ultimately ends up for the Cougars. But right now, we should all be just enjoying this ride. It is something BYU fans have been waiting for for well over a decade. The last time BYU would win double-digit games was in 2010, 10 years ago, 10 seasons ago. The Cougars last won 10 games, unless I'm mistaken, but I don't think I am. So it's a pretty fantastic year that BYU's having. If they run the table here, they're 10-0, maybe 11-0, 12-0. Who knows where they end up? And they're in the New Year's Six. That is just an absolutely incredible season. You can't take it away from the Cougars. I don't care about 2020. You made it the New Year's Six. And the best part about that, by the way, is one thing we may need to discuss at some point if it comes more and more of a reality down the road here. The money that BYU could generate for their athletic department and the football program from making a New Year's Six Bowl game because guess what? The Cougars don't have to share it with a conference. They could keep every dime of it. 
Think of that. 15, 16, 20 million dollars just right into the coffers at BYU. I'll tell you what, if I'm Kalani Satake in the BYU football program, if that were to come to fruition, we're still a ways off from that. Let's be very clear about this. But if that were to come to fruition, yeah, I'd be saying, hey, you mean you sell that money that we made you guys? Yeah, we want to invest it right back here. The rest of the athletic department, you know what? We make plenty of money for them to operate. We earn that money. We deserve the lion's share of it. I will not back off of that if it comes to fruition, but that's still a ways off. And let's see what happens with that. But continuing on with Zach Wilson here, of course, he's not comparing himself to other people, but he is getting comparisons to guys like Trevor Lawrence, who are the favorites, Justin Fields, etc., the favorites for the Heisman Trophy. He is on the short list by most of the national prognosticators and writers who track such things. Well, he explained yesterday how he's dealing with all of that hype. Yeah, you know, it's a dream. It's a blessing for sure. You know, I would say, I would say, honestly, it's a, I always tell the guys on the team this when they bring it up is it's really a team award, right? You know, no one's winning the Heisman if you're losing games. You know, if, if you're not having an O-line that's protecting for you to be able to, I mean, shoot, I haven't gotten hit all year. You know, if, if I don't have that time in the pocket, if I don't have receivers going up and high pointing balls and, you know, coming down with it or a defense making a stop after I, you know, fumble a snap on the 10 yard line and, and they jump on, if I don't have a defense that's stopping those guys on the 10, you know, I wouldn't be in that conversation. So I tell those guys all the time that, you know, it's really a reflection of our season so far as a team. And I think that we have that confidence and swagger. And so um, really it's, it's great to be part of it just because I think it's, I think it's a team award. All right, Zach, it's a team award. Okay, it is a team award. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We all hear that all of the time. But the Heisman Trophy is the MVP award in college football. It is the best player in the sport. Zach Wilson has been the best player on BYU's team and the Cougars who are undefeated. Do I believe that Zach Wilson for a second is going to win the Heisman Trophy? Right now, I do not. I think you're looking at the favorite in Trevor Lawrence. If not Trevor Lawrence, I think Justin Fields from Ohio State is probably number two on that list. But I do believe this, though. I do believe that Zach Wilson could be a Heisman Trophy finalist. And in this day and age of college football, this is not the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s that BYU saw regular guys, not regular guys, they regularly saw guys, excuse me, go to New York and be a Heisman Trophy finalist. Think of Jim McMahon, Gifford Nilsson, Steve Young, uh, Ty Demmer obviously winning the Heisman Trophy. That era of BYU and the chances that they existed on the national stage are night and day different than they are today. If Zach Wilson were to end up as a finalist for the Heisman Trophy Award, whether that is ceremony is held in New York or he's on a Zoom conference from his home in Sandy, no matter what it is, if he were to be a finalist, that in and of itself would be just an absolutely marvelous, marvelous result for the BYU football program. Imagine the hype the Cougars would have. I know that they're trying to recruit at a very high level. They're going to chase some big dogs as they usually do. But if you have a Heisman Trophy finalist, you make a New Year's Six Bowl game, there's going to be plenty of hype going around. That should help you have a boon on the recruiting trail. And hopefully it pays off in the way of getting some bigger names. Maybe a guy like Apu Ika decides, you know what? I want to be part of what's going on at BYU. You never know, but I think that Zach Wilson, how he's handling things and saying, hey, it's a team award, 
That's the right way to approach it as a leader on this team. One final note from, from BYU's media availability yesterday with Zach Wilson is he wears the wristband that people talk about all the time. It says, prove them wrong or prove the doubters wrong. I don't remember exactly what the exact phrasing was. Well, he was asked why he wears that and why it motivates him. Here was his explanation. Yeah, you know, my whole life, I feel like I've always come from the bottom. I've, I've, I've never been the guy that's had so many scholarship offers or was known as the big-time high school uh, recruit or even when I first got into high school, you know, I was the fourth-string quarterback my sophomore year at Corner Canyon. And so you know, it's kind of a motto I've kind of lived by my whole life. You know, I came here to BYU, and no one expected me to play, and we had so many other quarterbacks in front of me, and, you know, I got injured. No one expected me to come back from it. And so it's kind of, you know, it's not ever directed at one person. You know, it's kind of a mentality that I have that, you know, if, if people are going to doubt you, I'm going to use that as fire to, you know, fuel my fire and, uh, you know, prove everybody wrong and, and show people that I, I am capable of being able to fight through adversity and come back from things. I honestly believe Zach Wilson when he says that. He has always been kind of the overlooked guy. He had to go to Boise State to get an offer for a Division I top-level program and have an opportunity to go play at a high level. BYU realized their mistake in the nick of time and now are benefiting from the results of a marvelous quarterback who was right there in their backyard. Can you imagine Utah is probably kicking themselves for allowing Jack Tuttle to really dictate how they were going to go about recruiting? You're only going to recruit me. If you're not going to recruit just me, I'm going to move on. Well, Zach Wilson, let's be honest. A Heisman Trophy candidate has just been absolutely marvelous for the BYU football program. What a get for the BYU coaching staff, Kalani Sitake in particular. And you hear him talk about the fact, yeah, I've never really been the top candidate, the top recruit, etc. That's what motivates him. And I think it still motivates him. Obviously, he's going to look at the situation he finds himself in with the Heisman Trophy deal. And I would probably look at it and say, well, they don't think I'm actually going to win it. I could be a finalist. Why not go out and prove them wrong and win it? That's the right mentality to have. And I, I really do appreciate Zach Wilson's candor in speaking about such topics with the media. Obviously, BYU, uh, to their everlasting credit and also, I think, to their downfall, they try and coach these guys on what to say to the media. I always like it when a student athlete, and I feel like Zach is this way, bucks that trend and said, you know what? I'm just going to speak my mind, and I do appreciate that. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll catch up on everything else going on with the BYU football program, some of the news and notes around the BYU athletic department, and a special shout-out to the newest member of the BYU football family. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, if you guys are looking to get into a new realm of advertising for your company, your product, whatever you've got out there, we'd love to work with you guys here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. We've had great success with both local and national companies, and love to have you guys be with us as well. Our rates are very competitive. We can get you guys in front of thousands of BYU fans, both along the Wasatch Front and the greater state of Utah, as well as nationwide. And the best part about it is it's very a competitive market out there, and we can be the best working with you guys. If you are interested in working with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast, no matter the size of your company, we can scale up or down to fit your needs. Email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com is the email address. Love to work with you guys and get you on the road to advertising success success in the podcast sphere. Once again, email us lockedonbyu at gmail.com and a big thank you in advance for working with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. 
All right, folks, a couple of things to touch on before we go. And one thing you can do tonight, if you're interested, is go down to BYU Lavelle Edwards Stadium in the West Parking Lot. They're having their annual Trunk or Treat event there in the West Parking Lot. You will stay in your vehicles. You interact with the teams from a socially distant uh, situation from inside your vehicles, etc. You can dress up, etc. And also get your kids some candy. It's a cool way to interact with all the BYU athletic department programs, football, men's basketball, women's basketball, and all all the other programs out there, swimming and diving, cross country, Cougar Rats, BYU cheerleaders. Man, I could just go on and on, but it's an opportunity. I would encourage you guys, if you have something, to, if you don't have something going on tonight, get down there 6.30 to 8.30, like I said, in the West parking lot outside of Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Should be a fun event. One other note on the football front for BYU I wanted to touch on here is a congratulations to BYU wide receiver Dax Milne. He was named to the Blitnikoff Award watch list. It goes to the, the award itself, the Blitnikoff Award, goes to the most outstanding receiver regardless of position in FBS football. You can be a running back, a tight end, or in Dax's case, a wide receiver. And Dax, folks, is off to a pretty historic start. Only two players through six games have tallied more receiving yards than Dax Millen has done this season. Those two names are two of the all-time legends in BYU football history, Eric Drage and Austin Colley. Dax Milne, as a former walk-on from Bingham High School, is just absolutely off to a torrid pace. He could be the first Cougar, if everything holds up according to what it looks like, to break the 1,000-yard receiving uh, the thousand yards receiving in a season threshold that's not been broken since Cody Hoffman did it in 2012. I'm rooting for a kid like Dax Milne. He is the ultimate, I think, success story. A kid who came in and bet on himself as a preferred walk-on when he could have taken scholarship offers at other universities and said, you know what? I want to go out and prove myself at a university that means a lot to me. Obviously, his father played for the BYU baseball program, etc. Goes to BYU makes good on the bet on himself, starts a game in what is third career uh, game at BYU against Wisconsin, who was nationally ranked at the time in that upset for BYU. He has been a stud since he showed up in Provo from day one. It's good to see him on scholarship, and it's now nice to see him over the 600-yard threshold, third most through six games in BYU football history. Yeah, you deserve a shout-out, Dax Milne, and Hopefully you keep it up this year. It'll be a ton of fun to see you ultimately break that 1,000-yard threshold and have that opportunity to really go down in the history books for the BYU football program. All right, one final note for you guys is a big congratulations to the newest member of the BYU football fam, what do we call it, fan family? I guess we'll call it that. And that is the birth yesterday of Tonya Eccles. She is the granddaughter of Larry Seibel, a longtime listener of the podcast. Larry reached out to me on social media yesterday to announce the birth. I think he said it's his first granddaughter. Was that right, Larry? And yeah, so this made me, oh, excuse me, great grandpa yesterday. Uh, this is his mother, Morgan, and father, Brady. So Tanya uh, Eccles, born yesterday. Congratulations to the Eccles family on the addition of their new daughter. And you know what? Hopefully she grows up to be a cougar. We're in 2020, so is she, what, the class of 2039 at BYU? Class 2039 going into BYU? Here's hoping that we have another future cougar on our hands. So congratulations to Larry and the Eccles family. Fantastic to hear about that addition 
to their little family. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the show. A big thank you once again for your continued support of the show. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search out Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter handle, if you want to follow me there, is Jacob C. Hatch. Love interacting with you guys, and feel free to reach out anytime if I can help you guys out. On tomorrow's edition, it's our weekly preview as we look ahead to the Western Kentucky game. How bad will BYU win this game? Well, we'll examine it. We'll let you know what players from Western Kentucky that you need to pay attention to in the game and also give you my prediction and everything else that's having a lot of fun with regards to that. Have a great rest of your Thursday whenever you hear this. I hope you guys are all doing well. Wear your mask. Be socially distant. Be safe. Do everything you can do to crush this curve, and hopefully we can get back to normal life at some point in the relatively near future. But regardless, have a great day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 29th, 2020, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.